When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire takes songs from a particular soundtrack that inspired him. And based on these selections that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. And it's a damn good one. This song is legit. Mm. I actually, my favorite rendition of this song, and by the way, you can just go with the original, is the UGK Pimp C version. What? Oh, it is fantastic. Man. It is really, it's great. Matter of fact, I'm going to jam it when I in the car. Pimp C version. I almost sent you gravy today from UGK. Oh, did you? I was riding around listening to gravy. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with a little UGK. Also, let's just talk about rap real quick. Have you heard the new Killer Mike? I have not. I heard it's off the chain. You need to get on it. Okay. Well, you, you missing out. Sorry, guys. I got to put another black guy on my, <laughs> on my, on my music. I recommend Killer Mike. Okay. Throw it on there. Done. No, it's legit. It's, it's, it's probably going to be. It's probably going to win some awards. Um, I think it's pretty damn good. Well, uh, Dave Chappelle's got an intro on one of the songs, Run, that's really damn good. Down by Law is a really good song. Killer Mike. It's my first time actually, you know. Being, his music. being deep into a Killer Mike album, it's legit. Does this have some backup singers on it this time? Well, Killer Mike? Yeah. Is this the I one named so. Michael? I think so. It does. Have, yes. There's like soulful okay. tracks. You might, you're probably right about that. Like no, because I know I had a friend who did who sang backup with him during South by, I think. Oh, you're probably right about so that. So he was saying like some of the new stuff he's working yeah. on has like some gospel stuff it's or some stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That no. kind of stuff on it. That, that's why you'll like okay. it. It is. It's, it's, yeah. it's probably unlike anything he's ever done is what I've heard because I'm not- Yeah, I've, I've heard really good stuff about it. I haven't listened yeah. to it, but I heard- but when he was just my buddy was re- rehearsing with him, wow. he was like, "It was." He was like, "It's just really good stuff." That's well, I'm crazy. seeing some Fashion of the people that is on with him, and that's like, okay, yeah, no, no check it out. Yep. I think you'll be well, I already you'll be, downloaded. You'll it's be cool. pleasantly surprised. It's it's the real deal. Um, all right, well, thanks in. to my man Patrick, always broadening our horizons. Uh, that uh, that was a little. Is that Bill? Who's that? Bill? Bill Withers. That is Bill yep. Withers. Yes, man. Honestly, all, one of the more underrated artists all time mm-hmm. in the history of music. Definitely, he's got like four. All time iconic bangers. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, he's got some really good stuff that you recognize immediately. And then he's also got that stuff that you don't realize was sampled. That was Bill Withers. That is true. Agreed. You go that. Oh yeah. Like Grandma's boy. hands. You don't think you're not like oh when you hear what's it? No diggity is Grandma's hands. 
Yep. Is it? Yep. Oh, yeah, you're right. Is. That's crazy. And you just don't think. You just go like, oh, it's no date. But you're not like, oh, it's actually Bill Withers. Yeah. Track. Nah, you're right about that. Bill, I, I was talking to Craig about Bill Withers one day because Craig's a Bill, big Bill Withers fan. He was just hipping me to it one day. And I was like, man, had to give some respect yeah. uh, to Bill Withers. All right. Uh, give some respect to my man Patrick doing a great job with uh, our midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. Let's get back to Big 12 Media Day discussion and Texas football discussion. Also, we do need to uh, update our off-the-record story about Jalen Daniels. Shout out to CB sent us uh, the TMZ story. Apparently the Jalen Daniels piece and chain and screen with the digital uh, screen inside the piece is a $50,000 piece of jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, that's that yeah. The screen that plays the digital highlights of himself, mm-hmm. by the way. The highlights of himself, which is pretty pretty cool. So yeah, I'm all in 50 on that. G's. And you know why this is brilliant? This is brilliant. This is brilliant. For can now they recruited some of the Kansas basketball boosters to help them do boosting for the Kansas football team during the NIL era. Um the reason this is uh, brilliant is because with NIL, you can't necessarily go out there and straight up pitch to prospects and recruits exactly how much money they can get in our packages because that's considered inducement. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is promote the players who already have the deals so that the players who are coming in can go, oh, you can get that kind of deal. So just having him walk around with the $50,000 chain in the NIL era is basically is marketing and advertising yep. for your NIL program. Yep. You say, I know, your guy's walking around with Gucci on. You're like, that's crazy. No, they should. Because the guy, the prospects need to see the Gucci. They need to see that guy from TCU can afford to wear Gucci. Remember and when see, X-Man yeah. got the necklace? Remember when he got yeah. the necklace when he was up in Dallas and got his necklace? Yeah. Everybody was like, where'd he get that? How much is that? Yeah. Everybody started looking at it. Yeah, I, I to, agree. I hate to say like, I, I'm not, I wasn't. I'm not a flashy guy, so it's not really my style, but you want your most – your most popular and your best player like Jalen Downs, if you're Kansas football, you need him trending. Him being on mm-hmm. TMZ for Kansas football, money. Yep. That is chef's kiss. That is brilliant. <laughs> yep. Right? Because then now people are like, oh, Kansas football players can afford a $50,000 chain? Yeah, yeah, we can. We took some of those boosters from the, the, the basketball team, and we got a couple of those guys in football now. I like it. That's, that's, that's why you, you got to flash it. It's good. That's why Texas – Putting out on social media their parking lot when they have all the really fancy cars, mm-hmm. all the really nice cars. They got the Lamborghinis and the you know the Benzes and Huff Daddy parked his car out there and the fan all these really nice cars. And phantoms. That's that's just marketing. Yep. That's just advertising these days because <laughs> I can't go out there and tell prospects, hey, you can get this. Now some some people are doing it, but you're not supposed to be able to tell them, hey, you can get this much money nil deals. I can uh, introduce you to this business owner, this guy, this booster, and they'll give you this much money if you sign here. That is against the rules. That is, I think, against the NC the, the <laughs> nil law actually. Right. But what you can do is you can say, hey, Pancake Factory, every offensive lineman that signs with Texas gets fifty thousand dollars. Dollars done. So it's just signed. Done deal for every year you're on the roster. Enjoy. Yep. You can make, say that. Make your time. I, I didn't. I didn't say that to one specific prospect or player. I told that to everybody. And it, that is it was legal. universal. That yeah, that's yep. legal. So that's in the eye world. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Sounds crazy, but this is brilliant by Kansas. Kudos. Smart move. Kudos. Yeah. And they they growing over there in Kansas. No, they growing up. They're, yeah. they're trying to make some things happen. So. Why not? Make it happen. Yeah.
No, I thought, like I said, that's that's interesting. Okay, so Texas got a commit, you said, right before. We'll get back to Big 12 Media Day discussion here. Uh, but you said Texas got a commit from a defensive lineman from yes. Louisiana? Yes, his name is Melvin Hills, okay. a three-star defensive lineman. And our man Brandon Harris, who does a lot of recruiting hey. over there for the University of Texas, he said Louisiana to Austin. I like the way that that sounds. Uh-huh. It's a pipeline, baby. It is. It's starting yeah. to become one for sure. Uh, I remember saying years ago that Texas needed to make sure they locked down the state of Louisiana. There's no need for Texas to have the state of Louisiana as a neighboring state and not be doing more recruiting in that state of Louisiana. Now, Mac did some, mm-hmm. but Mac did not have as much of a presence, honestly, in all of his years in Louisiana, then honestly, Sark has had already in Louisiana. Right. Considering Arch coming from Louisiana, he's already uh, the safety, I forget his name off the top of my head, from Louisiana as well. Uh, Williams. Derek, is it Derek? Derek Williams. Derek Williams, yeah, yes. He's good the player. freak. Yes. yes. Michael Griffin is saying he's going to be one of the GOATs in DBU history out of Louisiana. So I love that Sark is getting all those prospects. If you look at NFL players per capita, just year after year, the state of Louisiana is always in the top 10, damn near in the top five mm-hmm. year after year in NFL NFL players produced per capita. And LSU, don't, they don't have any real competitors in that state for the best talent in that state. And when Texas starts winning battles against LSU in Louisiana, that shows you they're putting in some work. Right. And so shout out to Brandon Harris because he's got those Louisiana connections. Um, I believe that there, there are a couple of coaches with Louisiana connections on there, too. Oh, for on, sure. on the staff already. Yeah. They've been they recruited that I for think Terry quite some Joseph time. has yeah. some Louisiana connections too. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, so that's a nice pipeline, man. It's like I said, Louisiana, like if you don't have a lot of competition there because LSU, they can only fill up, you know, the scot the scholarship limit so much with high quality elite talent from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They want to go get some guys from Florida too. They want to get some guys from Georgia too. Yeah, and for sure. So that's why Louisiana, man, it's a lot of un I'm going to say unnoticed, undocumented, but it goes largely, I think you can you can have fewer recruiting battles in Louisiana with some of that top talent. I agree. There's so much of it there. Well, I mean, when oh, the whole time that they're thinking about going to LSU, right? Everybody thinks that you're going to yep. stay home. Well, look at it. Texas got three players from the – well, four now for that kid that's going to – well, he's committed for right now. But look at last year's – this year's team. You've got – Williams, yeah, Williams, Manning, the tight and Randall. End. The tight end. The, yeah. yeah. So you went and got some guys from the state of Louisiana. It's always the top end, too. Mm-hmm. The top end players from the state of Louisiana. So that's a big move by Texas. And as you said, they're going to continue to have some of that footprint in there because of a Brandon Harris and some of the other guys that have been recruited from Louisiana. Yeah. Think about it. Malcolm Roach and those guys were yeah. from Louisiana. That's big, man. So – Right about that. Yeah. And, and dad, Mal- dad, dad is a coach. And Malcolm Rose went back to Louisiana. And he went back to the Saints. With the Saints, That's right. right? That's right. Uh, and he, as an undrafted free agent, man, Malcolm Rose, what now. a great story. Yep. Ended up getting like some some quality reps uh, with the Saints, too. Turned himself into – I mean, he, he played like five positions here at Texas. People forget that. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm Rose played like outside linebacker, played DN, D-tackle. Yeah, he did a little bit of everything He did a little bit Texas. of everything. And honestly, yeah. it ended up being a blessing in disguise for him because he was so versatile mm-hmm. when he got to the league. Defensive coordinators loved his versatility. Loved the fact that they can move him around do a lot of different things. Um, okay, um, getting back to Big 12 Media Days, shout out to – 
uh, Xavier Worthy. We did have Xavier Worthy on doing Harsh Knock Life. So shout out to Harsh and shout out to uh, the Texas uh, media relations folks, John Bianca and the crew, uh, for making him available. We spoke to him earlier that conversation is at hornfm.com it's already posted if you missed it some of the highlights we did ask him who on the team was faster than him he said <laughs> nobody he said he's the fastest guy on the team yeah you know i guess you got to ask somebody else but he said he's the fastest and then i asked him after that so all right so who goes on the four by one 100 relay with you thought he'd be the the anchor leg he said no he wants to be the start off yeah, man he, he's the first one he's the first block. and i'll give him credit he was talking about watching the texas track team yep. and he's like no i want to do it like how we did in track which yep. there's not you know it's nice to see that the team yeah. is going to support each other on on the 40 acres that's true it's so i thought that girlfriend. was a really I, but i mean like <laughs> it might be cuz he did bring up a specific young yeah, lady yeah he did. he did but i'll say it's cool to see Star players supporting other sports oh, no in Texas. Doubt. They do no, that doesn't than we always did. happen. They do better than we did. They actually, I, those guys actually go to all the games, and I see you know the, the everybody goes to the football games. Yeah, but I see the football players going to volleyball games, going to you know track and field. Uh, you know, going they, they do a lot of different stuff. So women's I'll give them basketball. Props. They've, been, they've been in the mix too. Yeah, yeah no, they yeah. do a lot of different stuff. Man, I'll give them props. They support each other. I like it. And uh, so we asked him who else on the team would be on the four by one with him. He said. Ryan Niblett, Jaden Blue, and Keelan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And then remember, uh, uh, Patrick, when looked up last year, I asked Bijan Robinson the same question. Who's on the 4 by 100 team Four by one hundred team? if you had to make one of all the football players? Bijan said uh, Keaton Crawford, yep. X-Man, Isaiah Hall, and Brennan Thompson. So he said X-Man too. Yep. And he had X-Man as an anchor there. He, he still had him as the fastest. Yeah, he saw. Yeah, that's true. Bijan thinks that X Man is the fastest too. So uh, hopefully we get to see that speed on display. Well, here's the other thing too. You asked him flat out, "Who's the uh, other than you? Who's the fast?" Now he cut you off. Ain't nobody yeah, fast. He did. Ain't nobody fast. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody fast. Ain't nobody fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Chan says he said Julian. Yep. She's uh, a beast. Tall, strong, and fast. Okay. There you go. There you go. I know. I love track girls, just mm. so I'm not going to lie, when I was in at Texas. <clears throat> Why wouldn't you? It was my preferred uh, sport <laughs> to date. If you were going to go to a with, track Oh, date. no, it was. It was, yeah. it was easily. I it Probably five, six <laughs> ladies from the track team in my time. Oh, it's amazing. I love me some track girls. And I always, the one oh, sport man. that I wish I had pursued harder were volleyball girls. I I, I wish I'd have went after one of them Amazon beauties. And I did not. And this one to this day, because think about it. To this day. To this day. <laughs> think about it. Most women in in a just an everyday situation, they don't want to date a guy or hook up with a guy that's shorter than them. Correct. It's an everyday. That is true. But when you're in college and we're both student athletes, uh, the rules don't really apply. We got some different rules. And I think that was the time where I could have hooked up with a six three woman. Just Amazon, yeah, you know buddy. what I mean. Just she just manhandled me, Rawr. just just uh, just toss me around like hey, a rag doll. Hey, Rod. Yeah, that's what I want to Black be. Black Caesar. I want to be manhandled. And yeah. I never, I never <laughs> dated a volleyball girl. I'm so sad about that now. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah. I look. I'm like, what, what about hoopers? What about hoopers? I know. I was in uh, track and field soccer. That's something, you know, soccer ladies. Yeah. Um. I went but volleyball. I'm I'm so sad about that. Yeah. Missed opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about regrets. And they were like, we was hollering at you. You just wasn't paying attention to us up here. I remember them, too. Like I, <laughs> Up here. I remember them out. And I remember passing by like, oh, man, you know what? There's some nice, beautiful ladies. I should, <laughs> but I was preoccupied at the time. And I'm now I'm thinking like, Robbie, when would you ever have the time to hook up with a 6'3 
you know, world class athlete. That's probably why. That's Idiot. probably why Bianco didn't let you go to Big Twelve media. <laughs> These conversations. <laughs> this probably. This is definitely one great point. What was it? <laughs> Bring it back full this circle. Full, you're right about that. Honestly, I can't even get mad at you. He, he still has the job, don't he? He still yeah, got the job. Me up there, and somebody gonna lose their job. That's what I'm talking about. Hook it up with the volleyball chicks. Oh man, <laughs> I do regret that though. Oh. Anyway. Uh, uh, getting back to it. Sorry, we were, we were talking about something that got totally sidetracked. But yeah, he was talking about, the X-Man was talking about how he observed that the women's track team, they used their fastest uh, lady um, in the first leg. So that's what we got back to that. Anyway, yeah. um, but getting back to it, uh, Big 12 Media Days, shout out to Hayes City Store and shout out to One Source Gas for sponsoring the trip up there. And shout out to Chad and Zay. Yep. And uh, shout out to Cameron who took the trip, and also uh, Jeff and uh, Craig Wade. They had Jacobs great... up there too. Jacobs up there. Yeah. Shout out to Jacob working hard. Craig Wade actually had a great start to the Light the Towers. Great program, anyway. But they spoke. I want to say to all everybody. Yep. They spoke to Sark, Quinn Ewers, X Man, Jay Witt. Uh, I, I, they spoke to Jalen Ford and Jade Barron too. I'm not sure. Yep, I, yep. I, they were efforting him when I was listening, and I'm not sure if they got him. But either way, go back and listen. Yeah, they had a lot. Like the tower, they did a great job in the start. Start, I think it's the start of the show. Like the first two segments, you'll hear everybody that went to right. Big Twelve Media Days for Texas. Yeah, uh, so that'd be cool. Okay, getting back to uh, the Big Twelve Media Days. So one thing that's interesting that I've been looking at about the kind of surprise teams in the Big Twelve. Um, and, and Texas Tech, obviously, um, is one of those uh, surprise teams that people have been talking about for a while. I think a team that is, is being a little bit overlooked now that I'm, and I'm, maybe I'm hoping it's the case, I'm hoping Baylor actually makes a move in the Big 12 and improves a little bit too because I'm a big Dave Aranda fan. Me too. As a matter of fact, Craig Way had Dave Aranda on. He did. Uh, on the he show. Did. And I'm a, I'm a, every time I hear Dave Aranda speak, I realize how more of a fan I am for uh, Dave Aranda. He's so calming. Like when he he sat down at the very beginning of it, my only thought was, how are they going to bring out more from him? Right? Yeah. Like where's the enthusiasm going to come from in the conversation? He was like, thank you guys for having me on here. Oh, Oh, man. That is such a great question. Um, And he's so thoughtful. What is that? Is the perfect word to describe? That's a that's a great word to describe. Yeah. He is. He's thoughtful. He, he's very. When you thoughtful. ask him a question, yes, it ain't. He's not just gonna spit out the coach speak. He actually is gonna process it and genuinely give you his most heartfelt response. And it's going to be a great question, Rod. <laughs> and it's going yeah, to nobody, be. Nobody, nobody <laughs> asks bad questions no. to 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 my man David Random. Nope. He does. He wants you to feel like your question is appreciated. Hmm. Yeah. He definitely let you know that. Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, that's another team, too, that I hope it makes a move. But the, the Big 12 can be really interesting this season because I not only we got Texas at the top, and K-State, I believe, is the other team that I consider right now to be a, a, a favorite. I, I know Texas is the favorite. I consider K-State to be just as much as a favorite as Texas in the Big 12. Right. Just because they bring back a lot of pieces on the old line. Um, and they're the champ. They are the champs. <laughs> They're the champs. Uh, I think Will Howard's going to be better this year, too. And let's just face it, man. Chris Kleiman's a hell of a coach. Chris Kleiman is a hell Chris of a Kleiman's coach. A and a he's coach, such man. a good coach that people have put him yeah. now as the top coach in the Big 12. They're, with yeah. their metrics. Sark, Sark should be trying to take over that, yes. that moniker. He should uh, be trying to take over that title of being the best coach in the Big 12. Because it's fluctuated. Yep. 
Right? Some people say you said Ari Timken voted for Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Because he's the best coach in the Big 12. Yep. In his belief. He said that was going to be my surprise. What team can surprise you? He said he's the one person who voted for Oklahoma State. Because remember, everybody was like, who voted for Oklahoma State? Now I remember still. And boom, Ari Temkin is the one who jumped out there and said, I did. And, and you I'm know what? I'm going to stand on that hill. Because Mike Gundy. Yes. It's just like Texas has underachieved and Texas ha- has failed to reach and meet expectations in 12 out of the last 13 seasons. Yep. I think Mike Gundy is actually the opposite. That's true. Mike Gundy has probably exceeded expectations. Yeah, because he doesn't he and, doesn't do anything through the transfer right? portal. He tries. He talks a lot of trash, but yeah. doesn't give you much. But that's gonna be his undoing. When he does, yeah, that's gonna be his undoing. Yep. Though, let's be honest. Yep. He doesn't want to embrace the transfer portal or nil. Yeah, at all. No, I know he doesn't want to. Yeah, and at his, all. the sugar daddy T Bone Pickens was was Oklahoma State sugar daddy is no longer with us. He's passed away, and I think that hurts him a little bit too. Not yep. having a true sugar daddy. Yeah, who's in charge of that uh, that money for? For, Oklahoma uh, team, State. Yeah, who's in charge of making that happen for him? And I wonder if, you know, some people behind the scenes now are getting a little fed up with Mike Gundy. Yep. Uh, okay, so Mike Gundy right now, I, I don't know if they have enough, and if he has a down season again, I don't know if there's enough support uh, behind the scenes to, to move on from Mike Gundy. And can yeah. you do better than Mike Gundy if you're Oklahoma State? Uh, Probably. Who would it be? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, who would be the person that would be Oklahoma State? Yeah, he is Oklahoma you State know football. What I'm saying? Yeah, he is. He was a player there, yep. and, and now as a coach there, he's obviously led them to uh, heights they otherwise hadn't known as a program. So I'm with you. I, I, Oklahoma State, I, they can always be a surprise. They've had Texas' number. Even last yep. year where Texas was clearly a better team and Oklahoma State was reeling, they were they were on their way to going down, you know, downward spiral as a team, and they did right after they beat Texas. They found a way to beat Texas. Yep. He found a way to outcoach Sark, and that's to me. That's the to me that that is the theme for Texas. Sark outcoached himself. Coach Stephen outcoached Sark. Oh, yeah, Sark. yeah, there you go. Coach Stephen outcoached Sark, which happens go. too often. My, there you go. My favorite. It's not my favorite stat, but it is a I think an important one for Steve Sarkeesian this year, this season. When he faces coaches who are considered good head coaches, and if you want to define a good head coach, it's simply a coach that can win at least 60% of their games. Then you're in the conversation to be good to great, but you got to start there. That's your, mm-hmm. that's your base. Can you win 60% of your games to get into the College Football Hall of Fame as a coach? you got to win 60% of your games. think right now Mike Leach is at 59.5. They're thinking about changing the rule or rounding up just for him. And Sark right now is around 55% win percentage. Haven't looked at I believe it's around 55%, something like that. But when he faces a coach who is considered a good coach, a coach that wins at least 60% of his games, Sark has a 40% win percentage. 40. 40%. A little bit under that. But when he faces a coach that wins less than 60% of their games, which means they're not a good coach, they're above average or average or below average, he's beaten those coaches 76% of the time. So he's got to up his game so that when he faces a good coach, and I always say it's a chess match within the game, when the preparation and game plan is thrown out the window, mm-hmm. the first 20 plays that he scripts, and then he gets done with that, and he's probably through, I don't know, the first quarter, maybe the first quarter and a half. Once that is out the window, and then now you have to match wits with the opposing coach on the other sideline and play the game, the chess match within the game, that's where he struggles. 
Right now, he is more of a, an average to above average chess player. I need him to become a master chess champion. Right. That's what I need. The so grand he, champion. The grand champion. Yeah. All right. Uh, when, he does, when he can do that, when he can master the chess, game, chess match in the game, then Texas will be a championship squad. Because I think yeah. they have the, the roster for it. Oh, yeah. Coaching is the only thing that's holding them back. I feel like with Jerry Jones, didn't Jerry Jones say that to Mike McCarthy? Yeah. He was like, he said, well, right. we got all of the things. Talent's never been the issue. <laughs> talent's never been the issue. No doubt. I feel like Texas has to say, you can say the same thing. Look, talent has never been the issue. No doubt. We ain't worried about talent. But I also love the culture they have at Texas now. Oh, there's, it's a really positive culture of sarcasm working. No doubt. Uh, people, and it seems to be that way. It does. Because you're not hearing a lot of nonsense. You're seeing a lot of people be excited about everything around yep. the university. And that is huge. Because remember, there was a lot of rumblings for quite some time around the University of Texas. And then all of a sudden you got the common part of it. And that's what I love. It seems very calm I mean, on the first, university. Sucks first year you were... You know, T- UTMZ. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, yeah, the monkey fiasco, mm-hmm. and yeah, the Bo Davis rant that went out there. You had all kind of you crazy stuff going stuff on, going man. On. You had some wild stuff happening. Yeah. Um, you're getting less of that. Um, and now it's more about them getting dubs. And yeah, it seems like everybody's focused. I love the text you brought up. You asked Xavier. We asked you asked Xavier Worthy about his personal goals, and he's like, "I ain't got none." That's great. Team goals, baby. Yep. Team goals. Go Maturity. Win. Maturity. Yeah, I love that about him. Nope. Um, okay, let's uh, get into – we'll get to the break here. We'll come back. Uh, then we can get into some of the other uh, Big 12 Media Day topics, I'm sure. Um, we'll get some sound and audio, obviously, tomorrow. Yep. Uh, but if you want to hear – there's still a continuation of the Big 12 uh, Media, Media Days tomorrow. Yes, yes of So course. there will be more information about some of the other teams that we've been dealing with and will deal with this year. Yeah, of course. Good point there, too. Um, but if you want to hear the Xavier Worthy interview, that's posted at hornfm.com. Um, all of the other uh, interviews, I believe Zay and Chad, they got a chance to uh, speak with Dana Hogerson, um, Craig Way. Craig Way talked to David Randa. He also talked to uh, Sark, Quinn Ewers, all the guys who went to Big 12 Media Days. Yep. So go listen to Light the Tower. I believe that's in the first hour as well. So you can go check all that out at hornfm.com. We come back. I believe also some oh. of the stuff is up on our YouTube page oh, as nice. well. So that's check right. us out on that's YouTube. Right. As well, because they have video of a lot of these interviews as well. Because Jacob's point. down there working hard too. I like that. Great point. So. That's legit. Uh, someone says Rod is a wifey listening. <laughs> Not maybe actually she might be. My wife knows about my uh, fantasies I've had about dating Whoa, fantasies volleyball players back in the I mean, day. Was, she knows was, about this was, stuff. I shared the I shared the intimate my most intimate fantasies with my wife. She knows about this stuff. There you go. She, I'm not now. I have no shot. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You got things going on. That's good. I like no, that. I got I like no that. shot with a six three, you know, beautiful woman. Not that I'm trying, because I'm perfectly happy with my woman. Yeah, there um, we go. I do have my fantasy uh, celebrity hall passes though. Yeah. Um, and my wife knows about that. Beyonce's on there. Amber Heard's on there. Yeah. Amber Heard. I have to take her off. Yeah, she's been crazy lately. Yeah, I'm like, take her Amber Heard? Scarlett Johansson was on there. <laughs> well, Scarlett stays on there. Scarlett stays on there. I think Scarlett's there. on a lot of people. She's on a lot of people's? Yeah. My wife only said I could have five, though. She was like, you can't have a lot of people on there. Well, it's the starting lineup. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> My <laughs> thing was, give me as many as I want, dude. Unless you have some type of reservation, you think I'm actually going to be able to close the deal right. with Beyonce or Scarlett Johansson? Hey, that's why she you weren't bit, able to go on The Bachelor. She a little no, exactly. Like, hey, she, you would have closed some deals. Yeah, she want to talk trash. <laughs> But she's a little bit paranoid that if I do meet Beyonce, I might be able to close the deal. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Get a little, you know, thing going with that. Convince Jay-Z. I like it. The little swanging going on. Because I was going to say, Jay-Z's going to be coming out the rafters because his sister, her sister, Beyonce's <laughs> sister, is not playing them games, right? She's not playing. No, you're right. No, no. Solange don't play. <laughs> she ain't playing we them games. We forgot that she was uh, slapping and beating right. up on Jay-Z in the elevator. I did not forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have uh, forgot. All right, we come back. We'll uh, get into some other headlines of the day right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to put on the horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right. Welcome it's back right to Ball Don't Lie, right here on 1049 The Horn. I do remember this scene on Anchorman. And this is the Anchorman song. version. Is it really? Yeah, that's Will Ferrell. It sounds pretty good. It's not bad. I was just about to say, that is Will Ferrell singing that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not bad. Yeah, midweek movie music. Uh, that's when my man Patrick Davis, the idealionaire, takes songs from a particular soundtrack. And based on the selections that are played, Hard's not supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the feature film of midweek movie music. And, of course, we're talking about Anchorman today. Uh, all right, uh, just a slight um, deviation from the Big 12 Media Day discussion. Uh, Texas baseball had some uh, good news happened to them and i believe it was uh, the player himself right on social media it that was made it known that's right tanner witt we talked about this yesterday um i thought it was going to be a strong possibility of him coming back to the university of texas because of where he was drafted mm-hmm. in the mlb draft he yep. was in the later rounds and i knew that there were some things that he needed to work on to get himself back to that elite level that we all know that he's going to get to and he posted unfinished business, threw up the hook'em horns, and he did Psalms 138, verse 8. And he goes, the Lord will fulfill him. Per- wait, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Unfinished business. Amen, brother. There it is. I, I, so Tanner Witt is back. Uh, obviously, LeBaron Johnson, Johnson will be back. So you got two front-end starters at the very beginning of your uh, rotation. So congratulations to the Texas Longhorns for getting Tanner Witt back. But more importantly, congratulations to Tanner Witt to having another opportunity to go to the next level again. Um, a, a huge break for the new pitching coach as well. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's good out. for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that new pitching coach, too. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, good news for Texas baseball. Speaking of baseball, all-star game last night, National League. Ends up breaking, up winning, breaking the streak and yeah. winning uh, the All Star game. What were your thoughts about uh, how how it all went down? I thought the game was it was fun to watch. I yeah. mean, there were so many different things. The one thing that I do have a bone to pick, and I know that they're trying to make it more fun for everybody, but 
I do not need you talking to the pitcher as he's getting ready to pitch. Some people like that stuff. I, I, don't, I don't mind you talking to the other players. The pitcher needs to be while, focusing. While pitching. Yes. Have the mic on him. They're talking yeah. to him, and he's coming to the, he's coming to the he's stretch. Like sweating. And he's still <laughs> talking to him. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm about to throw this backdoor breaking ball. Like, well, what's what funny doing? is Evaldi was, was telling him what they were pitching, and then they brought up the hitter who was also on mic. Yeah, he was mic'd <laughs> up, so too. he's like, they're like, yeah. hey, don't say the pitch anymore. Yeah. Because he's there, he's right there. Hey man, it's it, exactly. It, it's an exhibition game, so supposed to be having some fun. There's yeah. some things that you know you can do because the com- the competition level not as high. Right. And the also game supposed to be about having fun, being more festive. Uh, that was weird because I, I heard the sound, the audio, and he's literally he's he's right there, almost mid pitch, right before yeah. the pitch, breathing hard. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah, and I need to apologize to those that listened to me. I said take the over. We were close. We had opportunities. Oh, that's right. I thought there that was, was a lot a, of runs. I thought that, that was, was a there. good bet. They were right there. I thought it was a good bet. My bad. All-star game, bad. though. It would have been, been fine if uh, if they would have pitched to Julio Rodriguez. Yes. And walked him. Yeah, he could have walked got him on base. He yes. could have walked it off. We okay. all would have had a fun time. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's a good Come point. Come on, Kendall. But I had to listen to more my homeboy talking trash to me. Told you. I'm like, no, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> Nobody's listening to big text betting. Uh, yeah, so there you go. A uh, little all-star uh, game conversation. So when is the uh, season start up again? Thursday. Games? Thursday. Thursday. So yeah. you get a little bit of time off. You get a little bit of time off. Uh, okay, we'll talk some uh, more Big 12 Media Days and talk some more baseball, of course, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll get out early here and come back because I want to talk about the greatest. We, we were talking about the greatest hero heel turn in the history of pop culture, whether mm-hmm. it be sports, talking about like LeBron James, uh, whether you're talking about wrestling, like, you know, Hollywood Hogan turning it, you know, to, to the head of the NWO. We may have missed one, and I think it may be the greatest in pop culture history, potentially yep. the greatest heel turn. We'll discuss it on the other side, let you know what's on tap uh, and say uh, good night for the day right here on ball. Don't lie. Wonderful. Papa top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Huh? Oh yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man. If you can have a bottle of suds, it's only my opinion. Sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. Uh, I would encourage everyone out there to please go to hornfm.com and listen to uh, Light the Tower and Chad and Zay. Those guys had guests on all throughout the day. Head, head coach Sark, um, hell, Quinn Ewers, uh, Xavier Worthy was on with those guys as well. They also had Dave Aranda on. Dana Hogerson was on with Chad and Zay. So a lot of those interviews you can go check out uh, at hornfm.com. Com. And you can go check out uh, the, you said YouTube, our YouTube channel. As yes, well. our yep. YouTube channel as well yeah. uh, should have a bunch of stuff on it as well. And it, it, more probably getting posted as Jacob has gets time to be able to do it and an internet connection to be able to do it. Nice. Uh, so you can go check that out too. And our interview with Xavier Worthy during Hearts Knock Live, mm-hmm. that is also up at uh, hornfm.com and Patrick already posted. And that's a really good interview. I'm not trying to brag or pat ourselves on the back, but we had fun doing the interview. And so did he. And Yeah, yeah. And it was, so it, it was actually pretty fun. So uh, go check that out for yourself. Okay. Before, also, Major okay. League Baseball, 
They play. They start playing on Friday, not tomorrow. So they get that extra day. They get an extra day. Because don't forget, ESPYs are going on today. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was the last. This last ESPYs you watched. You ever watched an ESPYs? No. I think I watched five minutes of one one time. I think I watched like the, like the first. I watched open highlights. Open I watched highlights at Norm McDonald when he hosted it. Oh, that's probably pretty good. When Norm McDonald hosted it and made ESPYs. everyone very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the best kind. Like, yeah, I was no, just about to say. Good. That's why Patrick was like. That was one no, of my you, favorite. No, you ones. go find it on YouTube because he makes like OJ jokes and stuff like that. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, like, I remember there's Too one where he me. says something and King Griffey Jr. is just like dead faced. Like, oh, it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, see, I love stuff like that. You um, go find it on YouTube. It's good stuff. Uh, well, you know, Norm McDonald, if he was still with us, would probably have some very inappropriate Bill Cosby jokes. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I love, I love. He had the joke about Bill he Cosby. The rich, yeah. Well, his joke was everybody says the worst thing about him was that he was a hypocrite. He's like. I think it was all the assaults. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, see, you know you feel bad about laughing because you laugh first and think about it and go, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you're right. Uh, no, that's good. Okay, so uh, not celebrating his birthday. He's a despicable, horrible, horrible human being. But he did turn 86 today. Mm-hmm. And remember we were having a discussion about the greatest hero heel turns in pop culture history? Yeah. We didn't mention Bill Cosby, guys. Well, I think, and, we, were, I think we were going sports, so uh, we didn't we No, didn't no, no. We, I, we went some of that into pop culture. I said OJ. Yeah. I brought well, up he's OJ. A, he's an athlete. Huh? He's an I athlete. Know, well, yeah, but I, it's a, I... Well, it's true. But I went into some other stuff, too. I, I started talking about other pop culture examples. Uh, and pop culture... And we started with the pop culture examples. We started yeah. with Hollywood Hogan. Oh, that's sports. Yes, it is, Mark Henry. Uh, you listen. <laughs> yeah, don't be messing with us. We love you. Um, but how about this? Um, he... According to Q scores, you go Q scores are basically popularity ratings for celebrities. Uh, So likability ratings, popularity ratings. Henry Schaefer, who was the VP of uh, Q scores, he says that this is a quote from him. He said, I don't ever recall seeing uh, a decrease in Q score like Bill Cosby. He said it's the biggest drop I've ever seen. A complete reversal. He said back in his heyday, this is his quote. Back in his heyday in the late 80s, Schaefer says Bill Cosby was once recorded as the highest Q score ever. Wow. The highest likability rating in the history of Q scores in pop culture. Meaning nobody, there wasn't a celebrity in America more trusted by Americans and more liked by Americans than Bill freaking Cosby. He was America's dad. And now he is one of the most... Horrible and you know, repulsive and disgusting, reviled, hated human beings on the planet. Wow. So if you're talking about the greatest, he, that might be in terms of likability ratings where he were, that might be one of the greatest hero terms. They said he went from being number one uh, trust, most trusted celebrity to, to 2,626. Wow. Hey, and he, he, he gave us hints too, man. If you if you look on if you look on YouTube for Bill Cosby barbecue sauce, <laughs> it is the craziest scene from the Cosby Show. Knowing what we know now, oh no, because oh, the, the scene, secret sauce. The secret, he goes, I do remember it this. Makes, it makes everybody all hibbity jibbity. Yeah, it makes them, and you're like, and they're all just making. He's like, he's like, makes everybody fall in love. You're like, what? You're right. I remember this. You have a secret special thing in your barbecue sauce, and it oh. makes everybody he, fall in love. No, he hinted yes. that it, it makes you want to get your groove on. Yes, in the, in the show, it's I remember the this. Creepiest. Thing he hinted that it was basically. Kind of, yeah, no, I remember that. I remember this. Yeah. There, oh it's, my goodness. Oh, I hey, see, Patrick. You made me think about that. I hope. Oh, 
Hiding in plain sight, man. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> hiding in plain uh, sight. Yeah, unfortunately, oh. that was the case. So yeah, you talk about hate it going from hero to heel. I don't know if anybody's done as masterful job as the disgusting and hated, deplorable Bill Cosby. Oh, my gosh. What's on tap for you, brother? I'm going to watch the USA-Panama soccer match tonight. They're oh, playing right USA, now. USA! USA! Zero, USA! Zero, 18 minutes in. I like that. Patrick, yeah. what's on tap for you, brother? I'm going to watch more Summer League, probably, and hope the lights stay on. Uh, <laughs> all right. I like that. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to uh, watch some, uh, some Get Back on My Trash TV kick, man. I watch Naked and Afraid. Oh, my gosh. I was I'm watching it the, the other day. I was like... <laughs> This is Rod's trash TV. Oh, that's TV. my joint right there, man. Yeah. Naked and Afraid. You ever see Naked and Afraid? My father-in-law loves it, Just, too. Exactly. He loves it. Quality trash TV, man. Yeah. You got to give it a chance. Uh, I want to thank my man Patrick. I want to thank Howard and thank all you out there for listening. Remember that Revolution will not be televised. We're talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We, we love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. But more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.